We're visiting with Rabbi Yoshua, and they were saying over to Midrashas that they heard from Vilas ben Nazariah. And also, Vilazar ben Nazariah began and gave the following Drasha. The Marsha learns that Vafu is a reference to Yeshua. Yeshua, he on his own also began and gave the following Drasha. The words of Chachamim are like the prods of an animal who came asmaris into him, and they are like nails that are planted. Bali asupais, the ones who gathered together, they were given from one shepherd. So what's this, what's this referring to? Why are the words of the Chachamim, the words of the Taira, compared to a prod? Why to tell you? Just like this prod. He directs the para to the tlamea, to the furrows that he's going to dig, that he's going to plow, to ultimately bring forth life, sustenance to the world. After the also the Vitaira are just like that. They direct the people who learn them from the ways of death, of emptiness, to the ways of life, the ways of Taira. Now you might say, if just like that, Darbin, that prod, metal, it's Portable, you can move it around, you can throw it around. So, so maybe also the divaytaya are metaltalin, they can move around. In other words, they're not fixed. Talmud Lamar, the opposite of the Pasuk, because Masamar is another like nails that are nailed in, they're fixed in place. Now, Imam Masmer is there, Chaser Vlayasa. Now, if it's compared to a Masmer, so just maybe just like a Masmer, it's Machaser, it subtracts, it takes away, you bang in a nail, it knocks out some of the material. Vlayasa, it adds nothing. So perhaps after Divaitaya, also Divaitaya, when they go into a person, Chaserim, they subtract, they take away from the person. They don't add on to the person. Therefore, the Apostle says, Nituim, they're not hammered in. They're actually planted. It's more like you plant a tree, Manitia, so just like a sapling, when you plant it, Paravarava, it's fruitful and it multiplies and it grows. After Divaitaya, when the Divaitaya enter into a person, Paravaravin, they bear fruit and they grow when they multiply. And it says, Balia Supais, what are Bali Asupas, the ones who gather together? These are referring to the Tamini Chachamim. They sit in groups and they are Oisik in Torah. Now what happens in these groups of Chachamim learning? Some of them are being Metame and others are being Metaher. Some are being Oiser, some are being Matir. Some are being Paisel, some are being Machshir. So Shem Yerim Adam left the person would say, How could I learn Tyre now? It's impossible. I could never reach any conclusions. Everybody's arguing about everything. Talmud learned after the Pasuk says, No. Kulam, it shouldn't say the word Kulam. They were given from one shepherd, meaning Kel Echad Nisanam. One God gave all the words of Tyre. Pinus Echadam on one, Pinus one leader. He said it over me, Adam Kalamaisim, from the words of the Adam Kalamaisim, from Gadish Baruchu. In other words, Everything is the very Hashem, even the different shittas. Who spoke all these words? So you too, the Talmud. I say You have to make your ear like a funnel, which is wide on one end to hear all the different opinions, and it's narrow on the other end, and only out of it comes the right truth. Maybe you have to acquire for yourself uh, an understanding, a discerning heart. To hear the words of the metamim and the metarim. As divi oisim, we ask divi matirim, the words of the oisim and the matirim. As divi paislim, we ask divi machshim, the words of the paislim and the machshim. And Belashin Azeh, now at the end of that whole discussion between Rabbi Yazir, Chisma, and Rabbi Yechim, and Rabbi and Rabbi Yeshua, in this language, Amr, we told him, Ain dar yasom, the door 
is not an orphan, the generation should be lazarin desire sharibatoch, the Rabbi Lazarin Desaria resides within it. In other words, he's such a great person with such great teachings, and the generation in which he lives is not referred to as a Dar Yasum, a, a generation that doesn't have a good leader is called often a Dar Yasum, an orphan generation. Now the Gemara wonders, what happened was Rabbi Lazar Chesman of Yechem Ereko, when they came to Yeshua, so they were uh, they were not willing initially to tell him Advar Torah. He had to pull it out from them. But let me imagine why didn't they tell it to him right away when he asked them? So the Gemara says they were afraid to tell him Yeshua because of the Maishai. What was the Maishai? The time like it says in the Brisa, there was a Maishai Rabbi Yisi ben Dermaskis with Rabbi Yisi ben Dermaskis. He went to greet his Rabbi Rabbi Eliezer in life. So when he reached Rabbi Eliezer, Amr Rabbi Eliezer said to him. My on what chiddush was said over in the base Medrash today? Tell me. So right away, Amr said to him, "Today, Nimnu, they counted up the chachamim and they voted. when they decided based on the rove that Amnu Moav, Amnu Moav, meaning the lands. Rashi says the lands that Sichon conquered from Amnu and Moav. So then Klaiso took it away from Sichon and Og, and although it became the part of Eretz Yisrael." It doesn't have the regular Kiddusha anymore of Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, during a Shemitah year, it doesn't have Kiddusha Shriyas. If it would have Kiddusha Shriyas, you wouldn't have to separate Trumas and Maishas. But it doesn't have the proper Kiddusha, and therefore the Rabbanu were able to be attacking that you should separate Tavka, Matruma, and then Maishar Rishon and Maishar Ani to give Tanya. Now, when this happened, Amr Allah, or Rabbi Eliezer, became upset, and he said, Yaisi, Pshait Yadacha, reach out your hands, and catch your eyes. So it's very strange. Some say literally his eyes came out of their sockets, or it means that his eyesight was taken away. And Taka Pashat Yadav, he reached out his hands, and he caught his eyes. So, what was going on over here? So, Rashi explains that the Rabbi Eliezer was a little upset with Rabbi Yaisi ben Damascus that, we'll see, he disregarded the Messiah and sort of he was taking the credit to Chachamim. They decided, they voted, and we'll see that there's actually a Lach Noishim about this. But the Marshal is more simply based on the Sugya that what happened was. Rabbi Eliezer was upset. The Rabbi Damascus right away volunteered at Varatari. He should have said, like they said before, I am your Talmud and I drink from you, your waters, and, and you teach me. And since he didn't say that, it was a lack of covet, and therefore they received this Ainish. So the Marsha says, What's this Ainish? He says that a person who does this is comparable to a Mayra Halacha, if an Arab is like he's paskining in the place of his Rabbi, it's disrespectful, and he's Chayim Misa, and a Summa, a blind person, is considered like a mace. So this was inappropriate. Onish. And then Bakr Abliazar Abliazar cried, Mamar, and he said, Sayyid Hashem Yerayav, who recently adhim, the secret of Hashem is revealed to those who fear him, and he has a bris to inform it to them, or this bris is referring to the Tyra, the Banshalaidim reveals his secrets and his Tyra to the Chachamim. So I thought that this is referring to this story that happened that Abliazar uh, was saying he knew what was going to happen to Abliazim in Damascus, the Kodesh Baruch, who revealed to him this secret. I was explaining, he's referring to the site in the bridge of the Torah. In other words, Israel are supposed to know the Torah, and it's not supposed to be forgotten. And like we'll see here, apparently there was a, there was a chisarin in that. Amr Lari Rabbi Yezir said to Rabbi Yezir of Damascus, you go and you tell them, don't worry about your count. So you could have read it, don't, never mind your count. In other words, pay no attention, it's not important. You can also read it like Rashi seems to understand it. Don't be nervous. Don't be afraid. Maybe you've erred. No, no, you're right. Because this is what I was the Messiah from He heard it from his Rabbi, and his Rabbi from his Rabbi. That Amnu Mayav today 
don't have during the Shemitah year the Kedusha Shvias, and you are Mafra Shumas and Maiser Rishna and Maiser Ani. Matam, what's the reason why there's no Shvias? Because Harbi Krachim Kavshwaidi Mitzrayim. Because there was many cities, many places that were conquered and miskadish by the Oilem Yitzrayim, the first Aliyah from Mitzrayim, when Kaisal came from the Midbar. For they were not conquered and they were not miskadish later by the Oli Bavel. In other words, the Kedusha of Yisrael left when they left to go to Bavel. And when they came back, they weren't Makadish all of the places. And Amon and Moab were one of those places, they weren't Makadish. Why? Because the Lacha is that the initial Kedusha that Klaiz was Makadish when they went in from Mitzrayim was only Kaddish Lashaita for the time that they were there. When they left, the Kedusha left. It wasn't Kaddish forever. And when they came back a second time, so that would have been the time to be Makadish them. And they left them. And they weren't Makadish them. Why did they leave them out? That the Aniyam could rely on them during Shviyas. In other words, we could separate from those fields for the Aniyam during Shviyas. Kind of the Gemara rings and Brizley that says that in this episode, Lachash and Yashvadaita, after Rabbi Eliezer was calmed down, Amra, he said, Yiratsan Shiachzu, any Yaisli, Makamin, it should be the Ratsan, he davened, should be the Ratsan of Hashem, that the eyes of Yaisli or the eyesight should return to their place, Vachazu, and they returned. Tanner Abam, the Gemara rings and Brizley, we said in the Mishnah, Shaita is Potter from the mitzvah of Eliezer Rakel. He said, Oh, Shaita, who's the Shaita? Rashi says, Who's the Shaita for this Allah and Batsan for all Allahos? That uh, that we say that a shaita is pater from einshim and he doesn't make kinyanim and he can't sell and buy. Who's that shaita? Somebody who walks out alone in dangerous places at night. He sleeps alone in a cemetery at night from a kariyas ksusai and he tears his clothing. Now it means it means until he does all these things at once. In other words, he also goes alone at night and he sleeps in the cemetery and rips his clothing, all those things. Even if he only does one of them, he's already considered a shaitan. Now the Gemara wonders, what's the case when they're arguing? If he's doing these things, in other words, in a way that it doesn't seem explicable, it's it's strange, it looks like he's a shaita, so then even if he does only one of them, and there's no reason to understand, no way to understand it, shouldn't it be considered a shaita? And if he's not doing it, in other words, there seems to be a reason why he's going alone, or why he's in the cemetery, or why he's ripping his clothing, so then, even if he did all of them, all the three things at once, he shouldn't be considered a shaita. So Gemara says, in the cases he did it, but let's say the person slept in a cemetery. Anyway, we could say, even though we don't understand why he did it, maybe he did it Maybe he did it because he wanted a Ruach Tumah, a spirit of Tumah, to rest upon him. He wanted to somehow gain access to the Kaychus of Tumah. So that could be why he did it. Let's somebody goes alone at night. Maybe he was possessed by Gandrifas. Rashi says it either means, you know, a sudden fear, claustrophobia, he had to get out. Or he was like overheating and he literally had to race outside. And that's why he did it. From the Kiryas Ksusa and somebody ripped his garments. Maybe he had strange thoughts, he had a bad dream or something, and he was angry, and then he teared his garments. Doesn't mean he's a shaita. But when he did all of them, all these three different things, so then what are we going to say? He did three different things, and each one has a separate reason why he did it, or there's one common reason why he did all three, in other words, it's a shaita. Yeah, of course we say that. That's like a person, like an animal, that gored one shar, and one chamor, and one gamel. So then we say, not that he's a muad, he's going to gore an owl, only a shar, or a chamor, or a gamel. No, we say, he's a muad for everything, rather than say 
that you'd go either a shor or a chamor or a gamel for specifically these animals, we'd rather say, no, what's the common denominator? He gores, and he's going to gore any animal like will gore these three animals.